Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 163 of the Maritime Milson podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and with me I have a kind of like, well, one of the OG hosts anyways. we got Nightmare PB down in the bottom left corner with us. What's up, guys? What's up? Long time, uh, long time listener, short time follower. <laughs> short time attention span. Uh, That's the way it works. <laughs> and then in the bottom right hand bottom it's all backwards to me bottom right hand corner here we got tuna what's up guys back again after a little hiatus myself all right what's up josh strat uh yeah it's been a while man tuna you've been uh you've been you've been away i've been busy man i've been busy busy. we've been traveling we've been playing right i'm still exhausted from the traveling oh dude and we then we just start again right away oh it's it's ridiculous um so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, basically tonight's show is all going to be, it's the after action report from the Snake Eater uh, Proxy Wars game that we went to. That was at uh, Command Decision War Games. Command, Command, Command Decision Command War Games Center? War, War, Command Decisions War Games Center. Yes. Yeah. So you nailed it. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about the trip to North Carolina. Um, and we're going to be talking about uh, prepping for D-Day, which is coming up in just a handful of days. Uh, over at Commando Action Center. So that's the uh, Tipman Challenge. The Commando Action Center Tipman Challenge D-Day 2018. They need to There's shorten nice. that title. <laughs> nice acronym going there. So uh, what's up, Chris, Tim, gentlemen? Um, what's up, fellas? Hello, everybody. Hola. So... Uh, First, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. You're all going to have to like bear with me here because I am running on three hours of sleep. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, this guy, we we landed at what, like 11 last night? Uh, we got back to your place at, shortly after midnight. And you had and a nice four-hour drive home. Four, yeah. And then I did four hours. Uh, I got home at 4.30 in the morning hit the sack and I was back up at like um, 9 a.m. So that's what you guys are going to have to deal with. The brain is not firing on all cylinders right now. Uh, It is just not working. Um, I don't even understand how you guys are still alive right now. Like, you know what? Neither, neither do we, I think, I think we were just, it was great. um, the, The sheer will and Krispy Kremes. (laughs) is what is what kept us going um they so Krispy Kreme is amazing uh basically let's start at the top of the day let's let's just like recap the whole trip because I I was about to say do you guys have a new sponsor Krispy Kreme like hook a brother up if I could get sponsored by Krispy Kreme I wouldn't be able to fit into my rig uh you barely fit now shut up plus isn't there already kick your ass that's what Uh, we need (laughs) Sorry guys, I'm just trying. There was a, there was a very important message had come through, and I'm just double checking it real quick. Um, so start off the trip. Basically, we landed in North Carolina at like the perfect time, and we got in like 11 a.m. We hit Charlotte, and just this is how you know I've got no filter. But like the people in Charlotte are they're incredibly good looking or incredibly boring. There's just no middle ground. <laughs> And it was the perfect mix because it was like I the thing I said is I'd never seen so many like squares. Yeah. All the dudes <laughs> all looked the like they were gonna sell you a Bible. Yeah. It was yeah. wild. And then, and then their wives or potential girlfriends were all extremely attractive, like something yeah, else. It was, 
it was really strange. Um, so that was really cool. That was that was definitely uh, <laughs> getting to see Charlotte, the city of Charlotte, was awesome. Uh, the problem is, is, by the time we had hit Charlotte, I think we'd all been awake for like thirty six hours. So uh, yeah, we didn't. Right. These guys all showed up at my place the night before, at like midnight, and we had to be at the airport by four in the morning. And so we just yeah. stayed up playing Fortnite and drinking. Well, not I didn't drink because I had to drive at three thirty in the morning. But yeah, good save. Yeah. Good save. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, no, he he didn't drink. It was fine. He drove. It was great. Then we got on the airplane, and then everything was just even better. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to remember, and it's not all coming back to me at all. It's- yeah, I got a little bit. So, we yeah, we first day and explored Charlotte, you know, ate. What was our first meal there was that we ate? We went right for Waffle House. Was Waffle House the first? No, thing no, no, Waffle no. House? As soon as we hit, we went to... Uh... Where's Josh? Someone tag Josh. Right. I don't remember what we went to. There we go. Brett, nightmares on it. There we go. Thanks. No, I'm not on it. I'm searching something else. Computer speakers and it's driving me nuts. This oh, okay, is just here for looks at this point. Really? Uh, yeah. Anyhow, we survived on like the most disgusting, amazing, but terribly unhealthy food that America has to offer. Oh my God. Canadians. Waffle we ate house, like four different cream. types of fried chicken, right? Dunkin' Donuts, Popeyes, uh, yeah, like a million times. Yeah, it was like I genuinely, my wife was asking me if I ate a vegetable once, and I'm genuinely pressed to think that if in four or five days we ate anything other than like, unless you count like a potato, a vegetable, which I'm not sure it's what that it's deep fried, but uh, it <laughs> Daniel Descent says is the Bible Belt in a nutshell. Uh, yeah, it was. People yeah. were super fucking nice, though, were they not? They were. They were super, uh, super pleasant. Um, real quick, because I don't know what what their timeline is. I just want to give somebody a shout out real quick, because he's here right now. Right. Um, but uh, so we got to meet this really cool player on the field. Um, it's always a, always a treat when you meet. Um, why is everything backwards? Sorry. Um, <laughs> Oh God! Everything's all messed up. Um, no, 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 everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's all good. Everything is fine. I'm just, I'm losing my mind. Um, but we got to meet this young fellow named Sean. Uh, super cool kid. Uh, fan of the show, and he's actually in the chat right now. This kid, hey, up, like, came up to my shoulder, as you can see, and I'm five foot five. So, um, that's you know, he's he's young fella, but he was everywhere on that field. That kid kicked ass. Yeah, it was a lot of fun playing alongside right. him. He was always, yeah, he was there at the front, yeah. showing how little guys can play the game. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, huge, you know, big thanks to, to him. And he, uh, I had asked him, um, you know, I was like, how long have you been watching the show? And he's like, oh, yeah, about a year. And I was like, awesome, that's cool. He's like, yeah, he says, my favorite is Nightmare. And look who's on the show. Oh, <laughs> it's almost like that was oh. planned. Right in the fields. In the field, exactly. Favorite was nightmare. Really, we all just died inside when he said that. But yeah, uh, yeah, really. No, yeah, no, you guys died when you all bought the same sunglasses. No, no and no. The worst is we actually all bought the same hat. We yeah, <laughs> we did. Mine's disgusting right now. Mine is black is it. and it's turned white with salt. So, so Brad was like, "Man, I need like a black hat to wear for the game. It's fucking thirty degrees out there. It's roasting." He finds this wicked black magpie hat. We, by the way, I know what we did day one is we went gun store shopping. And we went to like every single gun store that North. No, Carolina that was day two, dude. That was day two. 
what did we do day one? Anyhow, <laughs> was amazing. I, I wish you kept some photos from that because so as you can imagine, compared to Canada, oh, North Carolina oh. has like I some did, very did, lax gun laws. And uh, buddy, you know, we're chatting with everybody there and they're trying to go over with us like, oh, so, you know, I guess this would be illegal here. And he hands us over an AR-15 with a stubby barrel, silenced with an extended magazine and we're to full auto. And we're like, you would get 25 years to life in Canada for holding or shooting yeah. this at any point. And he's just like, yeah, no, this is like from my personal collection. He's like, this is just mine. Like a huge silencer on the end. Like, yeah, absolutely. So he's cool. like, it's as loud as shooting a BB gun. And then yeah. what else did we get to hold? We holded like a 50 caliber. We holded. Holded, <laughs> held, held a 50 caliber revolver. It has been a long time. Bags under my eyes and shit. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was the gun cornucopia and it was pretty ridiculous. It was a blast, man. It was absolutely fun. Um, yeah, we walked into the shop and like on the floor of this gun store, uh, on the floor is this 50 cal machine gun. And he's just like... I was like, waiting for you to say a body. No, it's oh, 50, 50 <laughs> cal machine gun with a... Uh, it didn't have a price on it, but it had like a price tag kind of you thing. Could, like it was for sale. It, it was for sale, but I'm guessing it's for sale for somebody who doesn't have to ask what the price is. Yeah, that's you know exactly I mean? it. Yeah. So but I mean, just the amount, but we did end up all buying the exact same hat in different colors. So beyond our aviators, we were a matching group of uh, handsome devils out there. Yeah. Well, that's now. Now, to be fair, to be fair, the girl who was in the store, because we as soon as we touched down, Josh is just like, I need smokes. So we're <laughs> of like, course. all right. So we we book it to like the convenience. We try and hunt down a convenience store, and we finally get into one, and it's like no bigger than a freaking closet. But they had sunglasses. Those were $8 sunglasses. I was like, man, I need some glasses. So I bought them. And then like we all ended up just buying sunglasses. And the girl there, she's like, no, no, no. You guys look awesome. We're like, all right. Then we have to buy them. It's, all, it's said and done. So, um, But yeah, the first day, I really don't remember a whole lot from the first day. Very I don't remember. Because you guys were just so sun or what not sun. Just messed, exhausted. Uh, yeah, exhausted. Just so exhausted. You don't remember much. Actually, yeah. do you know what? We had only been there for like seven hours and we probably were heat exhausted. It was so fucking hot when we got there. It was ridiculous. Oh, it was rid- you get off the plane and the 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 hallway that you walk down, that you know, you're off the plane, you're walking into the airport, just slaps you with this heat and humidity, and it's just horrible. Um but by the third day we acclimatized to it, I think. We acclimatized That's to right. it. That's uh, right. So these guys know I'm notorious for overheating at games. Like I can drink liters of water and just like die. And day one, I got a little overheated in the first half, recovered with some fried chicken, and then uh came back and managed to just troop it through day like the phase two and three. So it's you just gotta get acclimatized. It takes a little while though, because it's like heat like you've never experienced. And even the guys, so what shocked me is that we teamed up with a group of guys from Florida. So Dying on the hills because they're like, yeah, we're used to the heat, but Florida is flat as fuck, and the hill, the, this like terrain, it was insane, like just tons of hills, and uh, yeah. they were dying as well, which I kind of thought the Canadians would be the only ones to really die out there. Yeah, so we met up with uh, Magfed, Florida, which was pretty cool, um, yes. and this is the only like photo I have of their entire team. Um, solid group of play- solid group of players. Um, so yeah, day one was a blur. Day two, day two was when we woke up and realized that we didn't have to do anything until like four or five o'clock that afternoon. Uh, and that was when we decided we we went army surplus slash tactical store hopping, which you can't do in Canada. Awesome. 
There's not enough of them. Um, but yeah, we hit one. I sliced my thumb open on an AK-47. <laughs> We're not entirely sure how. Like literally, well, I I, like, I grabbed it. Again. That felt awful. Yeah, I took it off the wall. Buddy hands it to me, and I was like, "This is bitching." And then like I racked it, and I was like, "This is awesome." And then I handed it back to him, and I'm like, "Man, my finger kind of hurts." And then he knows like my pants have blood on them. And then he looks at the gun. The gun's got blood on it. He's like, "What the hell did you do?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> you just bought an AK-47. That was I just AK-47. yeah. Luckily, I mean, luckily it was only like six hundred and ninety-nine dollars US. So I mean, I could have like afforded it sort of but it would have been like i'm gonna buy this can you hold this here for me i'll come shoot it once a year like it's basically what i'd have to do i can't bring it into the country um yeah so i bled all over a gun that was cool um that was that was the highlight and then we went around and found like uh uh, so i don't know if you guys noticed there's something kind of shady happening i wanted to ask about it at one of the army surplus stores but I didn't want to like spook them because uh, I knew we're like, we were kind of in, in the rural part of North Carolina. And Yeet. I know in the rural part of North Carolina, there's some very um, interesting characters who have a very interesting outlook on current state of affairs. Basically ah. these dudes were buying uh, a huge amount of rations and emergency water supply. Seriously. Really? Notice that one, yeah. The dudes that were buying the the cases of uh, the boxes that was all like emergency food. Hey man, prepper is big in, and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I kind of want to ask, but I also don't want to get sucked into like a two hour conversation about how the world is ending. So, (laughs) inquiring about like why they need those supplies, like undercover. Yeah, exactly. But no, remember even there was like a a prepper magazine like at the airport, like you know they yeah. had like guns and ammo, camping, motorcycles, trucks, and then it was like prepper magazine, and it was like how to survive chemical warfare attacks at home. And I was like, is this really something that people are losing sleep over? Like, yeah, Damn. Um, it was interesting to say the least. And so, anyways, we ended up buying some stuff, going hopping from store to store. Um, yeah, got to check out the fifty cal uh, revolver, which was pretty badass. The thing probably yeah. weighed like fifteen pounds of just. Solid and they said, steel. "Who was it?" They said someone had just come in and bought one, and it was like an old lady, and she was pr- replacing the like the fifty cal. Was it not a Desert Eagle that she used to keep in her? Yeah, purse? she she used to carry her everyday carry. Her concealed carry was a fifty cal Desert Eagle that what? she had, she, she had replaced. It with a fifty cal revolver. Yeah, she replaced it with the Smith and Wesson fifty cal revolver. Uh, and it was like, I mean, the thing would weigh like a a couple of pounds like this thing is not we, like we were joking about like in canada women double hold it like yeah. obviously you but like that's how uncomfortable it is to hold it with two grips and have like a pistol that sticks out to here going yeah like it yeah. honest to god it was like it was probably that long and it was funny because we were <laughs> joking about like in canada you know women come home and they take off their bra to relax this woman would like have to take the gun out of her purse like okay now i can relax like just took 15 pounds out of the just purse. Just breaks the side table that she sets it on. <laughs> it really would. Like, the thing was huge. Absolutely massive. They, it was uh, cool, though. I mean, like, like that's I, the definition of America right there. It is. And you'd have to take a mortgage a out to shoot it, stuff. I think. It was pretty cool. It's, yeah. Uh, it was, pretty it was, cool. That was, that was fun. <laughs> Nothing says freedom like 50 cal. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember um, what we learned on the last day, though? Was that we were leaving the gas station on the last day right by the airport, and we found out that trailer park boys. Yeah, it's huge in North Carolina. They love the trailer park. Boys. Oh no way! 
when yeah. we were like yeah we're from canada they were like trailer park boys i'm like dude that's actually from our province and like our city that's like that's so funny like, he used to, or you, who was it ricky used to like live on his his mom's street and these guys were guy was like in shock he's like he's like trailer park boys is monstrous down here he's like, especially in this part of north carolina it was really funny yeah that's it, pretty impressive yeah it was but it, that's like when we said canada they went trailer park boys so i don't know if that's like the best ambassadors for our country but uh at least we fit in it's the honest one representation but... like come on I, i'd give him that yeah, yeah and it was funny because he like his favorite yeah. character was Leahy, and we're like dude that guy is sober as a priest like he never drinks and the guy was totally taken aback by it he was like what? it's crazy when they don't realize it's just a show yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, this is not uh, the character that they portray in real life yeah and uh so day two is pretty cool bumming around uh like all over north carolina <laughs> yeah, we, small tyler murder that's hilarious yeah, yeah. Exactly. we uh yeah like, oh, we, we know jim yeah the one guy you've seen on tv from canada right. yeah he lives on my street <laughs> right? Right, right. <laughs> that's actually really funny yeah i like that one tyler that's perfect yeah because um, oh, other people tried that with us remember another dude on the field was like yo i know somebody from halifax and named like two names and we were like there is actually a potential between the three of us that someone would know that. they were <laughs> right like ten uh, us, so, yeah. it's yeah oh you're from canada do you know tim from toronto yeah he died like you're yeah. just like <laughs> <laughs> you're fuck with that's dark. um that's... we uh <laughs> we got like north carolina has the most ridiculous weather it rained and then it'd be sunny then it'd be rain and then it'd be sunny uh and in our desperation of running through the rain we we were looking for somewhere to eat we ended up ducking into a restaurant we thought was going to be like really good and we're like looked at the menu we're like shit it's all vegetarian (laughs) and we had nowhere else to go turned out actually be pretty good um and the lady there was actually super nice super chill yeah very helpful lady yeah yeah she was sweet as pie and you know what? That's something there, we didn't get. Asheville go by. Oh, no, wait. What was it called again? Asheville? Oh, Rosetta's Kitchen. Rosetta's, Rosetta's Kitchen. Kitchen, yeah. Um, there you go. Are you telling me you went to America and didn't get pie? No, but we no. did get free Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes. So, so we, we, go ahead. we roll up to Krispy Kreme because we're like, we're Canadians in, in the U.S. We got to go to Krispy Kreme. And there's a lineup yeah. through the drive-thru, around the back of the building, through the parking lot, and down the road. Like down, like we could. You're I was kidding. like, can't no. all be here. No, we're talking like it was like a fucking like, like forty cars. Yeah, I was gonna say thirty to forty cars. Like, like yeah. holy. So we sat there and we're like, wow, like what the hell is it? Like, is Krispy Kreme like this big in the U.S.? This is wild. These things have got to be tasty as hell. Like, what the hell? No, and no, that- they just heard that you guys were coming. <laughs> they decided to yeah. line up. Well, and- we, had, we had been to In and Out Burger the last trip, and the lineup was epic there too. So we thought yeah. maybe just. Just love this shit, right? Because it yeah. was like a Friday night, and we thought maybe that was like Friday night tradition. Maybe people go for like Krispy Kreme donuts or some shit. Right. And then while we're in the lineup, I'm surfing Reddit, and I realized it's International Free Donut Day. Oh, no. And Krispy Kreme is actually doing a free donut for every person in the car. No purchase needed. And any one of their like specialty-ass fancy Yeah, Oreo like their cheesecake, cheese. Oreo, whatever. All right. Somebody needs to tag Tim Hortons. Uh, they need to up their game, man. Oh, and up <laughs> Donuts like to Krispy Kreme was ridiculous. We, we oh, we lost him again. Doesn't and it was one of the amount of snow. We ate a shitload of Krispy Kreme donuts. We really oh, did. No, we no, we no. ate a we we ate a shitload of garbage, is what we ate. It was uh, awful. We documented the entire or like ninety percent of the trip. I think the only thing we didn't document is actually like flying in and flying out. Which, I managed to get a little picture too because New York had a crazy fucking. See, uh, I couldn't get to the window, so that'd be pretty that sweet. Really cool. um, 
so watch out in the next few weeks uh there's going to be a, a nice little like three three and a half minute uh video of of our trip to north carolina i'll be it's looking forward have, to that to be it's honest gonna have some action yeah. shots in it it's gonna have yeah. you know we're gonna throw Perfect in some goal. field stuff but your preview um, got me pretty excited man when i saw that I was so like, oh, you know what's awesome like google made that in 30 seconds that was behind. yeah that was auto created by my google assistant yeah okay hook a brother up <laughs> I know. i'm sure it can help me with my youtube crap well that's yeah, the thing is it created right, it like i'm being replaced I, I i pulled it up because it was like my, I get a notification, right? After you shoot an, a certain number of videos and photos, it goes, beep, goes, you have a, you know, your video is ready. Yeah, it does that for my pictures on my phone all the time. Yeah, so I loaded it up and I was like, this is actually pretty good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm like using that and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, I'm going to tweak a few things. I would change this, that, and the other thing because it's done by AI, so it's not perfect. But I'm like, this is totally the template for my, for my video. <laughs> I would do it up, man. Uh, yeah, uh, so that's the plan. Patrick just stopped by just for a quick second that. Uh, to say that he'll see us at Commando. So Aztec, can't wait to see you there, man. Sorry to yeah. like totally hijack the show, but no, absolutely. I can't see the comments. I'm sort of I'm I'm, I'm octopusing I'm all over the controls here. No, the, the trick is is you open up Facebook as your primary window, and then you overlay our chat on top of it, so that way you still see the chat on one side and you see the live video. See, of the us problem though is when I have three of us on. And I try to overlay that, it shrinks us down and then it has to try and stretch it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then anybody watching the live feed. Fancy stuff. Yeah, anybody watching the live feed is just going to end up with like the comments and then more comments. Comments (laughs) section. Yeah. Comments section. I love it. I love it. Except one set of comments is always going to be 15 to 20 seconds behind. Uh, (laughs) What can you do? So that's, I'm really, I I honestly can't wait for your documentary. I want to see that Mm -hmm. trip so bad. I mean, it's, it's going to be awesome. I like, uh, from what you guys have been telling me from what I've said, I get to stop blocking the camera with my hand. I keep talking. I, I, you know what? I'm terrible for resting my arm up on this, on the, on the speak, on the mic boom arm. And I keep like flashing my armpit to the camera. Oh, dude, my boom arm is like half a second (laughs) away from falling off the edge of my desk. Like if I nudge this in any way, it's going that way. Awesome. And at that point, I'm just going to change my audio settings to use the shitty webcam. And uh, I'm going to post up a comment. I'm going to post up a link here in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, ooh, that almost that could have sucked. Um, <laughs> post a wrong link, did you almost? No, I uh, I almost hit. It must be I a almost, link to get my patches that he was about to post, right? No, I almost hit the big red How end live video button. Yes. So. Um, no, 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 I just posted up some pictures. I just, no, I just posted up some pictures from the actual, from the game. From, oh, uh, sweet. Oh, Snake Eater has pictures up already? Yeah, 124 photos just went up. Damn. What? Okay, so, sorry guys, I'll be like occupied for a moment. Go <laughs> He's got to go look for himself. Exactly. Hopefully that, like, hopefully well, that link works. paintball is 90% looking for yourself in the pictures afterwards. 100%. Like, it's just the way it is, like. Oh man, that was a really good game. We tried our best. Did, did you guys win? Did you guys lose? I, I I don't know. I don't care. I just I'm waiting. But for check out this sick photo. Yeah, right. Yeah. I lost, but I look good doing it. Uh, hey, again, paintball is still ninety percent looks. We established that like day one. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, wasn't that like episode one or two of the podcast? No, episode like, one. Episode looks. one. The episode one. Oh. So. Uh, that event was killer. So enough about the, the the actual trip. Let's talk the game. The game itself was absolutely killer. Um, killer. We let me think now. We had what sixty people, just shy of sixty Between people. Sixty and seventy people, I think. Okay, like it's yeah. just sixty-one or sixty-two or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
So not a 60. But a, uh, and it was it was a huge field, massive field. If you haven't been there, uh, you got to go. Because I was... It was I was blown away by this field. It was absolutely amazing. And well, that's why I recommend always going back there. I've been to the States five times for games, and three of them have been to the command decisions field because it's ridiculous. Like yeah. it's it's perfect for MegFed only games because you can play it on small areas, big areas, the whole 70 acres. And when you do, even when we get in battles, it's the kind of place where like we had a ton of firefights. But in those firefights, we could be like, Brad, you duck down to the right, Josh, you go up to the yeah. left, let's pick for this guy. And the plan could actually work instead of like, it could. just stuck with like, okay, I've got one bunker I can go to, I got to another. Like your best defense in some of these was big fat trees. And you basically move from fat wow. tree to fat tree. All right. And, I got to do uh, the really unprofessional thing. I'm going to step away from the camera for like three, four minutes. Uh, oh, thank God. Shut up. Tuna, just <laughs> talk about the event, man. I'll be back. All right. That's easy. I can talk three, four minutes. Somebody's got to probably yeah <laughs> you know exactly um, that's exactly where he's going he's anyone, anyone who runs a podcast who's like man i gotta run for like four or five minutes like exactly <laughs> four or five minutes you know for a fact that dude's taking a fat crap yeah i i definitely believe it especially with all those the crap we ate on the trip i'm surprised they will be back in longer than five minutes he'll, he'll oh yeah, yeah yeah so we, we'll go about half an hour or so like man brad still hasn't been back should we like change topic because i wasn't a snake eater so <laughs> yeah what do we do now at this point? I know, right? I'm so but, jealous that you guys got to go, man. Like that was, dude. if it wasn't for D-Day happening this weekend and me saving literally all of my pennies to go to this, I would have been there right with you guys, 100%. We lucked out because we planned this event like five months ago. So I we bought our plane tickets when they were crazy cheap and I paid for them like five months ago. So by the time the trip came around, we had had our registration done. We got our first strikes. Really yeah. didn't spend all that much once we were there. But yeah, it's a... Uh, the, not only was the trip awesome, but I mean, you know, I played a lot of M Fogs, Milsons, whatever games all over. This played with some of the best gameplay I've ever had. And kind of for the reason I described, it was yeah. like, it's hard to get games that are balanced between like tons of action and having room to move. And Carlos like uh, did an amazing job of keeping us like focused on a 70 acre field. Like you, we had less than one player an acre on this field. And yet you were never more than, a five-minute hike. Hey, check it out. We got Brad's replacement. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not my taxi cat, but we'll take it. It's not. <laughs> I should have screenshotted that. It's like, dude, look, check it out. We got your replacement already. Your cat can do your job. All you have to do is hit play. But honestly, like, that's the one advantage you have over any of us is the fact that you get to play all of these like different large scenario games. Whereas, you know, with, with D-Day coming up this weekend, I'm going to go there and my uh, MegFed speedball style of play is not going to work. No, you're going to have to totally tone down the shots to stay right? on the field long enough. Yeah, exactly. Tone down the shots. Dude, I've got 750 first strikes waiting for me. I've, I've got targets lined up. <laughs> I can't Dude, just to why I couldn't make this event. I spent all of my paintball money on first strikes for this weekend. Since I don't blame you. Very few snipers available. I was like, you know what? I'm going, I'm going to shoot first strikes like I'm shooting round ball on a rec day. 
Well, right. dude, I, I'm so jealous. I want to join you. I'm really hoping uh, if Marie or Dave is watching, I'd love to have the chance to be able to join that first strike sniper list, but I uh, don't know that that's yeah, we'll in the see what, We'll see what happens. I miss I miss the apply date, so it's my fault. But uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, as a, as our little fire team man, me and you would do we're, very. We're, we're a team right. deal. If anybody's watched the MML, they'll they'll team. know that you and I just were were we go together, man. That's the way it exactly. works. Exactly. And I can't be I can't be running thirty yards ahead of you trying to use my round ball when you're using first strike, so I'll, I won't last too long. So hopefully we can pair up and uh, get a couple of first strike players together. I have to see uh, Tuna using a uh, hopper fed gun for the first time in. No, and it won't happen. So no. do you know what I checked this time? Is that uh, so? If anyone went to D Day last year, you would know that it was like thirty one degrees outside, if not hotter. Oh, just so hot. So has anyone checked the weather for D-Day this week? I have honestly. I've I'll do it right now. No, I just checked that. before the show. 22 degrees. <gasps> That's comfy. It feels like 22. Yeah. 13 hours of sunshine. You're kidding. Yeah. So it's yes. like an actually like perfect day after just playing in 30 degree heat. So because one of the issues last year with D-Day for Magfed was it was so fucking hot. What's the, the 35 degrees that it managed to hit? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so I am hoping if I if I don't uh, squeak my way onto that first strike list, that uh, round ball will work pretty well in the mag fed. And I'll I'll still rock mag fed, man. I, I, we play That's against hopper players every week. I don't even own a hopper gun, man. I don't own a hopper. I don't own a hopper gun on mag fed through and through. I'll play the whole time. I may be carrying two air tanks and like a juggernaut's amounts worth of mags to stay on the field for a while, but uh, I'll do it. Oh yeah, man. Like as soon as I was given the opportunity to like shoot first strike, I was like. Dude, 1,500 people. Was it 13 or 15? Like, I've heard the number, like, two numbers bounce. Between 13 and 15. We'll just say between 13 and 1,500 people. And the fact that only 10 people can use FSR, I was like, oh, this is a target-rich environment, boy. I was like, I'm, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, if I can find the right knee pads. Um, right now, I'm rocking, like, the over-the-knee kind of knee pads. But I want to get some sort of, like, BMX uh, motocross knee pad where underneath my camo instead if i can find that before the event i'll be playing the 50 and still still doing what i can with uh with as many first tricks as i can there you go buddy i'm so excited oh my god this is my event of the year this this is it this is what i i i play for so every other year it was i would play for the mag fed uh play for the mag fed league so you know all the training all the running all the time in the gym it was constantly focusing on mml 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 um, now that that's not there, it's kind of like, well, fuck it. We got D-Day. Um, I would be training for the CMC, but that's still like a 50-50 shot whether or not I'm going to make that one. So yeah, if, if I do, that will be oh. my very last event on the East Coast of Canada. So I'm really hoping that I can make the CMC my last event because that would just like right in the feels. Worst case scenario, if like if nobody registers for it, we'll just it'll just be like the four of us. And we'll just fucking <laughs> play Meg Hill paintball and be like, whatever. I've had so shit. many people on YouTube message me like, "Hey man, that MML event, that MML event, is that is registration open yet?" No, yeah, so I think we're. I, I make. I want to make a dedicated video saying, "Sorry, boyos, MML is not happening. Come shoot with me at the CMC." And Do hopefully it. that stirs the pot enough that people are like, "Oh, well, maybe I should get a team together." Do it. I think so, man. It's located well that people can come from pretty much like anywhere. Oh yeah, it's it's on a border uh, a border province. So I mean, and I mean, like we said, we just in the U.S. Right saw there. guys driving from Georgia, Florida, everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah, the Florida guys drove up for drove ten hours to get to the event that to get to uh, 
event we just played. So, and we'll be driving um, what 14 or 16 to get to D Day. Oh, it's crazy. We'll be leaving here at what two or three in the morning on Friday yep. morning. So, like, damn, dude, I really want to meet that uh, hit that meet and greet timing so that way we can uh shake babies and kiss hands. You know what I mean? What time is that yeah. meet and greet at uh for D Day? Uh, I'm not sure. Somebody <laughs> in the comments, please let us know. We are far too lazy to Google. Already I was just it. looking. I've just took a look through the uh, comments here, and mm. I can see uh, we're not story. Who's one of yeah. the CFs who hit us with uh, hit um, uh, platoon leader with us the last couple of years? He knows the hills at Snakey. <laughs> right? They yeah. just kick your ass. Exactly. Uh, and then I don't. Josh finally made it into the comments here as well. What's up, Dapper? What's up, buddy? Here's uh, our tripod, the third leg for our trip. I don't know if we're going to be making that meet and greet, friends. Oh, we can try. Uh, we can try. It's we, at we 6 p.m. That, that steering wheel, man. We'll make it there. It's it's uh, it's at 6 p.m., so mm. we would have to leave at 6 or 7 a.m. and not stop for more than 10 minutes. Damn. Yeah. Almost doable. Almost. So long as – what I'm worried about is the Montreal traffic, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Right. I can get us around Montreal Highway 30, no issues, like we did last time. So basically, Blake will drive us from here to the rental van. You'll drive us basically to Quebec. From Quebec, it'll be me until Ottawa. Yeah. So pretty much the same routine as it was last time. Yeah, it worked well last time. Except this time, your knee won't be strong. We just get completely hammered at the bar. Well, no, that's the thing, man. There's the meet and greet, and then there's the dinner afterwards. Oh, is it dinner afterwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so don't worry about that, man. We're gonna, we're still gonna, we're still gonna be able to go, uh, you know, kiss hands and shake babies. Well, if it, <laughs> I love that saying, but <laughs> either way, so even if we don't meet the meet and greet, you can still find us under the MCS tent with the Tier One Armament Group, and come say hi. You know, we got, we'll be there all lunch hour. We'll be there all day when we're not playing. Right. We'll be signing uh, posters to hide into your bag to make ourselves feel better. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. It's gonna be great. Hey, speaking of which, I've got a guy. I've got the guy who's been making all my awesome. Uh, fan artwork uh zacharias zach uh he's making up like autograph cards so you can find those at the mcs tent as well as you know nightmare pb patches you know you want one you'll get uh, your, your babies. so just to cut you off because you're talking about your own stuff again <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's almost like it's a business for me or something almost so ashley marie has shown up in the chat there ashley marie oh, was yeah. one of the uh part of the florida team yeah and anthony cop um uh, and uh, so, yeah, huge thanks to, to everyone from Florida for letting us roll with them because we, we set up and, like, we didn't have a tent. We didn't have anything. We were in the sun. And, uh, you know, they, we, we managed to at least, like, by the second day, we just sort of, like, amalgamated into their group. the picnic table, yeah. Yeah, it became one with the Flor- Floridians. Flor- Flor- Floridians. 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 Yeah, it was- <laughs> It was awesome because we uh, sometimes these events, you know, you come together and it's like you got three guys from over here and five from over there and no one like Coke is like a strong yeah. team together. So this Florida team that was like, what, 10, 12, like 15 strong. Like, I don't know, somewhere around there. Like yeah. they had a, a wow. quite a few players. That's more than 10, more than 10 for sure. Yeah, more than 10. So we, we kind of like with when the three of us combined with them, that made like a solid core for our team and their team yeah. captain, uh, Chris, was also the general for our side. So he had a, like his, his team listened when they put out orders and then, you know, we did our best to listen as yeah. well. And, and the uh, best part about this was like, um, 
I don't like it, it's it's obviously because the three of us run together on somewhat of a regular basis. So he sort of treated us as our own little unit. But at no point, I don't think half the time where we ever called by our names, it was just the Canadians. That's awesome, man. Are, yeah. are going to go do this, right? I can't wait right? to experience that one day. I really can't. Just the Canadians, the Maritimers, you guys always tell me all of all these stories of your travels and and you you know, the nicknames that you guys gather from all these awesome events that you get to go mm-hmm. to. And I'm just like, yeah. damn. Like Chris, their, uh, their team, their, their, well, the captain of the whole team, the, the general of the whole game, of, the, of our team on the game. Um, uh, kept, <laughs> kept coming to, to Josh and, and, and Tuna and was just like, okay, so here's, you know, I need you guys to do this and like pointing stuff on the map. And then after he walked away, usually we just sort of huddled up and we're like, where the fuck do we go? Like, yeah. really, we were all confident in the group. Never played the field before. So yeah. like I was basically one of the more, I've traveled to the field three times. So I actually basically had more field layout experience than most people in Josh and uh, Brad's first trip. But we were kind of like the field guides because the rest of our team didn't really know, you know, or have like experience on the field before. So we actually did a walkthrough with Brad to try to get him familiar the day before. Which I got a little bit of it, but like as soon as you come off the main roads and you hot run into the woods, gone. Yeah. Just imagine that it's like a giant jungle with a huge, like an open area in the middle with all these like roads cutting through and off all these roads are like these almost like little Vietnam style villages with like trenches and towers and bunkers and, yeah. and uh, huts and along rivers and bridges. And like, it's, it is the, it, it's the greatest field, I think, for an MFOG that is out there. Um, you know, we play, I think the perfect number of players for that field, if we, if that game begins to grow and Carlos, you know, if you plan to run it again for another year, you know, count this in, I think that was one of the most solid games we played. If it grows over time, if we can hit, I'd even say cap it at 200 players. Like if that game was capped at 200 players, you're playing like three players an acre. I mean, you would have some serious fights, maybe even less, maybe even 150, because you want to be able to complete those missions, right? Like you want to set a mission. That's like, you want to go somewhere. I think caps are extremely important in paintball. Especially this game at no point, did the field ever like anytime we go to a big game um, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's just, it's a, it's a side effect of big games of huge numbers is that at no point in time did this field ever get divided at the 50 and we just threw paint at each other. Yes. It never. was that is like so battle. You never knew where the enemy was. Like exactly was the closest thing they had was a demilitarized line, which was basically where the power lines cut through the forest. And there's like a 30 foot wide endless line through the trees. And it was always full of snipers. If you stood on the edge of that DMZ for any more than 10 seconds, you took a first strike to the face. Oh yeah. (laughs) And it it was so thick, the brush that you couldn't really see in on the other side. So there's a point where Josh and I went to cross and we're like, fuck it. We've been here. We cleared it. We got a contact. We cleared them out. Let's cross. We crossed. As soon as we hit the bushes on the other side, Josh gets hit. And I turned to just run the other way and got shit right in the ass cheek. Yep. with the first right and uh i gave that nice little clap sound right on the ass tell me i did a good job <laughs> whistle clap on yeah. the ass yeah and uh, but again then we breached later and i mean the ability to just get behind players and like literally stalk them through the trees and just slowly creep up get into a nice position and like bang like attack like we had yeah. an ambush waiting for them our accuracy was shit but we like straight up <laughs> had four guys like laying in the bushes for a dude to come up. And we like, he like came up, stood, like he got far enough away that we felt comfortable like engaging. And dude, like, I don't even know if he had a gun on him, but he just like ninja through the trees and we hit nothing but tree branches, four of us. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 
it was but like it was that kind of game where like i got separated from these guys so we went on a five man like try to in a place usually called ambush alley different name for it for this game so five of us go i'm on point josh is second these guys are in the back we get in a little firefight and we're brad's getting ready to start moving up the hill so we're down here kind of get hit from here brad's going to come up and around out of nowhere dude flanks from behind cracks everybody in the back yep. but me because i'm on the point well now i'm suddenly just by myself in enemy territory with everybody gone on a road and there's just people everywhere and so i'm just kind of posting up trying to stay alive just doing gorillas near the bridges so crossing the bridge yeah. taking shots on players that aren't expecting it falling back over the bridge waiting for them to attack the bridge clipping a couple and then like getting hit and then you know going back out and trying again and uh, for the afternoon on phase two, I really, which is rare for me, I played like a lot of lone wolf. I was just like in the trees, not, and uh, frankly, it's not my style so much, but not moving so much and really just like hunkering down, playing them, coming back, playing them, coming back. It was just such a unique experience. Like you yeah, can't do so that. Cool, man. Yeah. And that's the thing is this field, like if you, if you lone wolfed it, uh, you couldn't go running through the, through the field. You couldn't just like sprint through and just try to Superman your way through it. Because odds are, as soon as you tried to, like, make that, like, heroic run, six of them would come out of, like, holes in the ground and just lay you out. That's, the, that's, see, that's always an ambush. Every time. When I go to, a, like, a new field, that mentality, I don't expect it of people just to, like, hunker in a bush or wait for you to come to them. Oh, dude. Uh, oh, it, we actually, at one point, yeah. there was a bridge that it's we had to take. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's because Seabreeze is, oh, yeah. well, like, Seabreeze... Most, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say 100% of the fields um, in, it's like in the Maritimes. It's like Magfed is what, it, it's what I can compare it to. No, well, what it is is 100% of the fields in the Maritimes are not Magfed or Milsim fields. They are speedball fields without in the, the air bunkers in the woods. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. They absolutely. have lanes. They have like predictable paths. This place had nothing, nothing. like that. that. I would um, love to play the place at like that. At one dude, point. Next we, year you're coming yeah come with us next year um, all right all right if, at I'm, one point, if I'm not deployed if i'm not out of the country and i've got the money we are going to do it we will save it now. i'll even save you those buddy passes because i got you two buddy passes oh, all right all right all right the so, hell am i chop liver no yes. I, well actually the buddy passes are only for WestJet flight so that might or might not work so we're going to save those for we'll, another we'll figure something out you know what before i leave here so like i'm leaving here in uh late august to be on the west coast for september so we'll do we'll figure something out we'll figure yeah, out an event we'll figure we it out yeah this feels amazing uh at one point we we actually uh they had hunkered down on a bridge and we had to try we were trying to take the bridge from them but they they were just dug in too well and we couldn't do anything so at one point there was like four of us on one side and there i i tried counting the voices and i think i counted six or seven of them but we couldn't see them. About the voices in his head, by the way. Yeah, we couldn't see them. They couldn't really see us. We weren't shooting at each other, but we could hear them. Anyways, the, my side, we all dug in and start and just went quiet. And they got really lazy. They got quiet, or they started chatting. They were walking back and forth. Uh, hmm. At one point, like one of them was like, "Man, I'm bored, guys. I'm out of here," and he like left. Um, and then. A couple of them just walked off randomly. Like they were just, they got bored. You could tell. And it was like, patience is going to win this battle. And then yeah. Tuna and Josh come through from their six and start, and I get, and just started knocking guys out. And then we sort of had a, we, 
we we had a standoff. We rushed the bridge at the same time. We yeah, we rushed the bridge at the same because we didn't realize until the very last minute that we had both of like we had pinched them without even thinking. Uh, and that's the kind of game it is. Like it's just it's it's so unpredictable. Anybody could be anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, the map is, there's so many ways to get to different places. And camo was king. Like, oh, anyone yeah. who's yeah. camo doesn't like, count, never play that game. Like, I it was, do. You could, the amount of stories of people being like, I was fucking hiding by the side of the road when a squad of six went by. And he's like, and I was on my last meg, so I didn't engage them. And he's like, and I just fucking laid there. And like, same for me, just like moving your way across. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do that guy. It's like laying on the side of the road wearing tan at pat in black. You're like, please don't see me. Please don't see me. Please don't see me. <laughs> that was, that was you know, me in a t shirt and jeans, man. Toe, like, damn it. They saw me. That was yeah, me in t shirt and jeans. Gotta do it, man. <laughs> So uh, I normally wear like my smoke lens, but the it's an older lens. Yeah. And my very first phase, I fogged over. I couldn't see my first time ever with my i five or i four lens. lens. No, this is about a year old. Like, I well, maybe when we were at dinner the other night. You bought a new lens. Oh no, that was okay. So this is what I'm talking about. So then I picked up a clear lens because we, there was going to be a night game, and they were like, "You got to have a clear lens." Yeah. But Canada is sold out of clear lenses, like fucking entirely. So I had to get the like the titanium clear, which has like the oh. slight reflective on it. Actually, looks pretty good, except it ruins my fucking camouflage because I'm in like perfectly green and black, and you know, Mar- into yeah, my camel yeah, yeah. Mar- was perfect. But then I lean out from behind a tree, and it's like a fucking mirror staring back at you. And uh, so I was very careful to like keep my head kind of tucked in yeah. as much as possible. And oh uh, man, but, yeah. And it's funny because, like, like, this is this is our game, man. I can't believe, like, you know, I have a blast at Dominion just shooting at the 50 and, you know, just doing whatever you got to do. But if you yeah. like to go on the things, like, if are you a body stacker or are you a mission completer? That's exactly and, what and if you're a mission you, completer, right? then this Snake Eater game is the best that I've ever come across. Yeah. yeah I'd say Platoon Leader is awesome because it's a milsim, but there's a little less action because it's a milsim. This yeah. split the gap perfectly between M, like serious Milsim and an M Fog that you would yeah. go to the 15th yeah. battle. It was like it, it was a good and they, balance. And they did, and they've got dead zones all over the field. So fenced in areas, there's about seven or eight dead zones on the field. Yeah. So throughout the day, during different phases, you're playing different. Your your home bases are mobile on the field, and they've got like um, That's so cool. you know, we had mobile respawn. So even though the whole 70 acres was open the main battle area would be in say 30 or 40 of those acres. But if you wanted to fucking flank, you f- go flank. Like it was, it was epic. Like I, I can't get time. over and the gameplay I think made that some of the best I've ever had. Well, if I'm still, uh, like I said, if I'm still here in the country next year, we'll, uh, we'll tee up and get some, we'll have some fun, man. I, yeah. Save for sure. save my pennies. For sure. And the, uh, said, everybody needs to go watch my videos and like start my ad revenue and get it, start racking that up now. So the plane tickets less expensive. Yeah. The other thing that I was going to say was really advantageous for us was we showed up early for check-in on Friday. Yeah. And we chatted up with the field owner, uh, really wicked guy, Paintball Pete. He's from, Brad, help me out, what country? Australia. Australia, thank you. And uh, we managed to ask him, we were asking him, you know, can we buy smoke grenades? Can we buy this or that? You know, do you have any grenades? And he opens up a box with 10 grenades and he's like, this is all I have. He's like, what do you guys usually pay for these? And we're talking like the Enola Gay bursting, like BB and paint grenades, like yeah, which yeah. are for eliminations in a 10 foot radius in this game. So we're like, this is fucking awesome. We're like, we paid $10 for them at end war. He's like, I'm looking for five bucks each for them. I'm like, I'll take 20 bucks worth. So I bought four grenades 
for the trip and I would have bought them all except I wanted to save some for these guys and then these guys bought them all and one dude walked over and was like could you please save me one grenade and we're like I we put one back yeah we, we left one like, one BB grenade uh, yelled no and took off like a banshee well and the grenades were fucking epic man like i i two of my highlight moments were getting kills with the grenades and then the the one epic fail where i'm like 10 feet from the next bunker and buddy's on it i'm like oh i'm gonna murder this guy with the grenades i'm like this is perfect we're snap shooting and he's like just he's shooting really well so i couldn't get him so I go to check the grenade. Does it not hit a tree branch like five feet in front of my fucking face? Drop right down in front of me, and I almost blew my own ass up instead. And uh, so, <laughs> so um, yeah. So all in all, Snake Eater was an absolutely amazing event. Uh, we you do know we're need having to... a good time when Brad has to cut us off. I do I because we also have to actually promote the field that is kind of kind of getting us there to there to yeah. So we're talking. The... M-Fog versus huge-ass scenario game. Those, right. are, those are apples and oranges. Like, D-Day is the best large scenario game we have in Canada yeah. by far. And, in fact, speaking with Americans, this is actually going to be the largest D-Day event. Apparently, D-Day Oklahoma is down to, like, 800 players this year. Yeah, I guess... Uh, D-Day Oklahoma. Yeah, D-Day Oklahoma, I guess, is uh, gotten... I don't remember. Basically, from what I understand, is that they've been making all of this money and have done fuck all with the money for the field. So, um, just goes to show. Speaking of which, what? did you guys see the layout of the field this year? Yes. They're of adding what? in the, uh, oh, you weren't playing there last year, Tuna. Oh, did the side game. Where, though, I, played, I, know uh, where I played with uh, Slim and Wolf and all them. To like the right of the boats? Yeah, to the right. The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're including that as one of the starting That's points. So there's cool. actually three starting points. So you get the boats, you get to the left, you get to the right. And they all converge up the hill. That's it's pretty sweet. Be, oh, yeah. so sick. So uh, for D-Day at Commando Action Center, if you're not going, there is still time to register. I'm actually going to pull it up right now. And you have to register online. There's no registration there is, at the yeah, field. Yeah, there is no field registration. You do have to register uh, online 100%. Did I register yet, Brad? I don't you know. Did you? better have. Is registration closed? I don't no. know that I've registered. No, no, so, it's not closed. There is, uh, they, they put aside 1,200 spaces. There are 498 left. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. That's it? That is it. Okay, I, so, don't, know if I've re- I don't know if I've registered yet. I'll check, check your that. email. You'd have an email. Um, I just assume you're taking care of stuff sometimes. I like to ride those coattails. Taylor, did you say you follow us on YouTube? You follow the podcast on YouTube? Because if you do, that's pretty badass. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. so D-Day is, yeah, an exact contrast, a total opposite of Snake Eater. Basically, D-Day is as much about the paintball as it is the party. The party. It is a two-day party. If you've ever want to meet any of, like, whatever you want to call them, the, the, the paintballers who everyone knows their name. I like that. I like that name, entertainers. Yeah, if you ever want to meet any of the entertainers... Uh, that is the event to do it because they will be there, and well, at least ninety nine percent of them are. I can't, I can't think of one that's not. Maybe some of the guys from the states. Uh, uh, the, uh, the only person I can think of that won't be there is Hedgehog. Uh, oh yeah, Hedgehog, and I think like um, and like Panda and stuff. Like Panda, that. And yeah, them, pa- yeah. Oh yeah, pa- yes, Panda, yes. So, but it's 
you show up and it's like there's there's 12 or 1300 players are going to be there the field is amazing the pyrotechnics are amazing um coming off the boats like you're coming off the boats you're immediately trying to get up this like hill and there's explosives going off in the ground next to you so it's like the dirt's going up in the air and it's it's wild yeah Um, the fact that they actually put squibs in the ground to actually have dirt fly up into the air as you're coming up the hill like yeah. oh man it's, it's pretty awesome yeah it's it's a badass uh badass time um there's going to be food trucks this year um uh, that are going to be there and they're going to be uh serving all sorts of different types of food um you're going to be able to meet anybody you want there's going to be a bunch of vendors die is going to be there gi tipman is going to be there mcs tier one armament mil sig um, is going to be there and everybody yeah everybody's going to be there um it's going to be a killer time. Like it's not an event you're going to want to miss. Uh, last year was amazing, especially where the commanders are on the radio with each other. So I like if the, one side pushes, center. yeah, if one side pushes too hard and it gets to the point where it's no longer fun, we get the radio or command. Cause I'll be the XO, uh, one of the XOs on the allied side. We'll actually get the order over the radio to pull our guys back. And we'll pull yeah, we'll like pull the teams back or something like that to like push yeah. them back. Yeah. Um, no, we we'll, we won't even be told. Event is it it adds to the experience. Yeah. And so you're not going there to just win the event or you know enjoy the party, but it's a paintball experience. So that way, if your team's getting smacked, okay, well then they're going to adjust it so you're not getting smacked. And I mean, there's the potential that your team could just suck. But and, even then, but even we then, we've been given the order like last year when I was XO. Um, it came over the radio, pull them back 500 feet. Yeah. Like I gave them back the field. I actually told my guys, okay, no, we have to pull back. I want you to retreat and give them everything. Like back to the way back, like into the tree line. Yeah. And we, we pulled way back and then they came back, they came in, they took it all. And then we started the push again. So even if your team is maybe not, because it's pure luck. It's at 1200 players. There's no, there's no good and bad team. There's, it's just no, absolutely it's, not. You've got there's strong a mix points of everybody on both teams. Like, right. good players, new players, bad players, exactly. Friendly fire, everything. So, if if you're, you know, in that part of the field, sometimes it just doesn't jive right. It just doesn't mesh properly, and stuff just doesn't work well. Well, in that case, we're oh, sirens. <laughs> we're yeah, still gonna. Uh, must be Halifax. Somebody yeah. must. I'm, maybe I'm getting swatted in a second here. <laughs> Sorry, bro. We're still gonna, we're you're still gonna have a good time because we're we're gonna make sure that even if your team, or the part of the field you're on with your team, is not doing well, you're still gonna have a good time. Yeah, and we're yeah. gonna make sure of it. And the best, I think, one of the best parts about it is that like everyone's like, oh, what team are you on? Are you on Allies or Axis? Well, in all honesty, it doesn't even matter because halfway through the day they swap, and they, they the storyline matches that. So the storyline first is you know of course allies attack the beach and the axis is defending but at the lunchtime mark they swat put around and they say hey well the allies actually hold the beach now because they were so successful that the allies sent in reinforcements and now that they're attacking the beach like it's just so immersive and dynamic that you nobody goes home having a bad day no you can't no. if you unless you're not playing to have fun you're not going to have a bad day like exactly and that's the thing too. It's it's a big event. It's a big game, which means that you know if you're from, like the way we play here in the Maritimes, 
very different from the way they play in Ontario. Oh, Ontario people. Oh, yeah. So that comment's right there already. Yeah. yeah. So uh, first thing, like right off the bat that I can think of is that um, this event, because it is a big game, because everybody is welcome, um, you know, we could run in with Meg Vedmarkers and just get absolutely ruined by a semi-pro speedball team who just dumps an entire case of paint on three of us. You know, like it's... Got run over by a tank last time and just steamrolled. That, that might, have so Greg, might have even been Greg Hastings in the tank. I think. Yeah, that I, I got, think it was Greg with the mini man. Yeah. Oh man, I got like worked. you got lit the fuck up. I did, man. It can happen at so, any time. Exactly. But it's it's such a good event because you can come off the field. You don't have to sit there and wait and be like, man, when do we end? When is lunch? Like, you want to come off the field? You come off the field. There's so many people yeah. on the field that odds are you or like your team, like your little squad coming off the field is not going to impact the entire game. No, there's so many people, right? You don't have to feel bad. Like I walked off the field four or five times last year. Absolutely. I'm out of paint. I got to go fill up. I need air. I need to fill up. Yeah. And you get down there and you're almost like, it's almost like that feeling of like, Oh, I don't want to go back. It's just so far away. But then, you know, the adrenaline kicks back and you're like, Oh, I got to go. Yeah. Time to roll. It was so, last year too man that sat me like i i'm a player like and like when we just did this trip like we're on the field every possible moment like yeah. we we traveled out there to play paintball and not sit in the staging area like we and uh but when it's that hot out man like last year i took at least an hour during the day to like go recharge yep. so i'm stoked that this year is going to be like bomb weather yeah. like 22 and... perfect sunshine i mean if you're in the area and you were on the fence about going that's like your cue that like go there's even if it like even if it's going to be cloudy or a little bit of train yeah Yeah. just come out and play um we do have the entire uh the entire what am i what is the word i'm looking for schedule (laughs) sounded out schedule so the schedule is posted somewhere here that i can look at do 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 and i've lost it already anyways it's two full days of just Badassery. Saturday is going to be mostly for the vendors. It's going to be uh, and Meg Fetters. Yep, we yeah. actually have some stuff on. I really there. like that. I really like that they've yep. kind of added in a Meg Fed day for. Well, Saturday. they That's they didn't. Well, um, we SAS SAS <laughs> Ottawa was just like, hey, we want to do this. Uh, oh yeah, right. Yeah. We want to do this, and now keep in mind they were very welcoming to it, so that was great. Um, I don't know what happened to the file. I lost it. I had a picture of, like I was going to put it up. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's gone. Um, but if you go to uh, Commando Action Center's events, you can find it all there. All the information's there. But it's a full Saturday. is full of like events. We've got like there's uh, Reaper's Pistol Challenge. There's the SAS Make Fit Only game. Uh, there's also just like standard paintball. Like if you want to just go play paintball, you can go play some regular capture the flag yep. or whatnot. Uh, you want to hang out and talk to vendors? You can do that. If you need to get your marker teched, uh, odds are That's somebody's there. Do it. And I got my pistol tech last year, man. It's been working flawlessly. Right. And you know, don't be, don't be uh, afraid if, if your marker is not the same brand, you know, odds are somebody there knows how to fix it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, there's probably the manufacturer of that brand is probably going to be there at this game. Like if you're firing a meg fed, a die, chances are the reps are going to be there to fix it for and you. Don't exactly. be afraid to geek out. Like hooligan can attest to this. <sighs> I was like, a child last year i was yeah. like oh my god it's wolf 
oh my god it's it's alabaster slim and i i was i remember sitting at the at the table and like wolf sitting across from me and i'm just like yeah i, I looked up that, to this like, guy oh, I still this do. is about how story went it was so great i'm glad you had such a good yeah. time wolf. now on the flip <laughs> side what was really just, cool just, just own just it and, eyelashes a little bit yeah, yeah. with it it's so what, funny. uh on the flip side, what was really cool for me was sitting there and having already experienced all this. Uh, and last year was my, was the first year I was asked to uh, attend the event as MC. So I'll be on stage with the microphone and everything. I'll be doing that again this year. Uh, was very cool sitting there and watching Nightmare here, who so many people look up to him and he's just freaking out like a small child. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, dude, fucking welcome to the big leagues like jesus calm down i'm still like <laughs> runs a gopro i don't care what anybody says the difference between me and any other player is the fact that i post videos on a weekly schedule that is it 100 that is it so when i see wolf i see reaper i see slim i'm just like <gasps> like 100 i kid you not i'm still gonna be like that it's now in now watch when he gets off the camera he's gonna be like so do you think they bought it like, oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. But it's just like they're they're gonna buy my patch. Oh, for God's sakes! Link is on my page. Support a YouTube channel. This guy right here. Get him to snake eat him. Yeah, so we can uh, kick his ass with the hills. One, one patch at a time. That's who's one, <laughs> buying my fans one patch at a time. But uh, so D Day is an event you're gonna want to go to. Honestly, even oh. if it's. Honest to God, you could go paintball for an hour and still have a good time just hanging out. Like, if, you know, worst case scenario, like, if you, like, blow out your ankle, it's still, like, you're still going to be able to hang out and chat with people, and, and it's still not, it's not going to be the end of the it world. Like it's you blew out your ankle, but it's... Exactly. Like, the atmosphere is more than worth the, the price of admission. So even if you have a bad day of ball, just... I remember standing there in the vendors area and just, I was blown away by the size of the, the, the presence of the event. We have nothing like this out East. Like you, you might get a tent with a vendor in it. Like that's all we get out here. So to stand, Wait, our vendors are the dirtles area and just soak it all in. I tell you, <laughs> you gotta be right. We get paintball Taylor. That's our vendor. That's like the only vendor that ever shows up to any event is like paintball Taylor. Poor, poor paintball Taylor. Yeah, hey, Dad, man, she upgraded her shop and everything. Like she's moving up into the big leagues. Oh, she is, man. Oh. I tell you. I, so. I mean, I recommend it. I almost feel like I'm recommending it too much on the Facebook pages. When someone's like, "I need a custom-made thing," it's like, "Well, here's a person that specializes." Yep. No, but seriously, page. like she's the lady. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And they're like, "Oh, it'll be so expensive." I'm like, "Actually, it's going to be cheaper than that Condor shit you were just about to buy online." Like, yeah, yeah. My 13 CI tankle from her, which perfectly fits a 13 or a 17, is like. $12 Canadian. Like you can't even get like a half a taco for that shit. Like 17 CI horizontal mag. Yeah, your pick in your tank level. pouch. 13 CI vertical tank pouch made by Paintball Taylor. So if you haven't checked right. her out, I highly recommend it. And yeah. these were both custom. I was like, hey, can you make me this? And she's like, okay, well, do you want it horizontal or do you want it vertical? That's a good question. I never thought of that before. So like I literally have a pouch for each occasion that you need a pouch on your back. And you you want that in Marpat? It's in Marpat. You want it in multicam, multicam. Hell, Josh has his shit in green paisley. And that's his yeah. camo color. Not here for his custom That's what kills me every time. It's every whatever time you want, man. It's whatever you want. Uh, 
So well, I did want to go for one thing from mm-hmm. Snake Eater while we still have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Was the way the battles went. So the team, it kind of was like the out-of-towners, the Floridas against the local team. And uh, in phase one, we actually performed really well. We managed to claim a couple of good objectives, um, hold them down. It was like a point system every hour for each area you held it. Points got racked up along with a couple side missions. And then phase two, we got worked in the afternoon. Like they held the key zones. We got absolutely nothing done. Not only did they gain a bunch of points, they actually took points away from us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then with like a scale system. And then on the final day, our team came together super hard with the help of Chris and the Florida guys. And we came up with the W after like some very hard fought battles all day long. Yeah. We pushed it hard. We pushed hard for that day. So few people came off the field from our team. Uh, yeah. I know we, I came off cause I had to re air and paint and hydrate cause once, I was dying, was but I came, wow. yeah, me and Josh came off once and then we went back on the field and that was, there was a four yeah. hour stretch at like plus 35, 36 degrees Celsius. And it was just brutal. Luckily we're all shooting first strike. So the heat really didn't bother yeah, but us. We, well, that's right. We all have great luck with our first strikes too. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. It was a, Josh got his hands on a nemesis barrel to shoot before, which was pretty wow. jealous. Yeah, Doug Brown, want to give a shout out to Doug Brown for chilling with us and helping us out, spending some time with us. He, uh, so he brought Josh a milled out M5 breech with a six inch nemesis barrel and a control board tip and hooked it up to him. And Josh was slaughtering it out there with that thing. So now yeah. I got a, I'm on Evan Henshaw to mill out my breech and then I'm picking one up too. That's so sick. That's so sick. Sorry, I wanted to throw that in there because the game. And, and it's nice to, you know, it's nice to take home the W. It's nice uh, when your hard work efforts is like a solid team using our radios. I even had my drone up, not for filming for myself, but as a UAV standing right next to the general so that we could fly over the battlefield and like see where the enemy was at to report it over the radios to the guys on the ground. Oh, it was pretty cool, cool, dude. Yeah, it was very cool, man. It was, yeah. it was awesome. It's the first time I ever got to, like I was in the drone operator class and I was only allowed to have the drone up in the air for three or five minutes as the UAV yeah. and I had to be supervised by a ref. And so I just sat next to the, uh, the general and just showed him anything he wanted to see on the That's field. So cool, man. It was very cool. And it was, it was very cool. <laughs> it was, it was pretty badass. Uh, so we're coming near to the end of this. So I'll just real quick. Uh, when you do like the fastest hour of my life, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, the wine had right, nothing to do uh, with it. So, I want to give, uh, obviously, a quick shout-out to those people. We, we talked about uh, Paintball Taylor, so let's talk about the vendors who actually uh, make... Sorry, that was a really way, bad way of reading. It made it sound almost like Paintball Taylor. Was like you, too, you no, I'm not letting you do any that. fucking promo codes. No, no, no promo codes. This is the, I'm going to be I'm gonna <laughs> a good nightmare this time. For, for once, I'm, it's not self-promotion. But if you are Hold watching on. this video right now make sure you hit that like button share this with everybody you know so that way they can experience oh, the maritime nelson podcast and all it's worth uh these guys work their arses off to bring you guys a weekly show with constant topics that are ever changing and so i want to see right now on the chat i want to see either hearts thumbs up laughs wows or even the cry face for god's sakes i don't care the flower I that i don't really know where it comes from across the screen Right. right now yeah let's see a like spike that will show your support for the maritime nelson podcast on to you hooligan <laughs> i love it. i love the pointing up that was great so i want to give big shout out to the people that actually make this uh show possible so obviously right off the bat tier one armament.com they've been with us for 
since the beginning. They are your MegFed, Paintball, Airsoft, Soft Goods, and soon-to-be Real real Steel Distribution uh, go-to in Canada. So they are definitely somebody to... uh, to check out it's you can find all sorts of goodies on their website uh ripple industries tactical gear equipment paintball rippleind.ca is the place to get pretty much anything megfed paintball and uh 99 of the condor inventory is pretty much available through them 99 dollars gets you free shipping uh in canada and if you're looking for custom tactical gear we did mention paintball taylor but everyone loves choice so take a look at mic gear uh yes veteran owned operated uh, Tactical74.com is the website that you can get his stuff through. Now, Tactical74, you will find all sorts of veteran-owned uh, and operated businesses from uh, Tactical Beaver, who does uh, supplements, all the way to, um, I can't remember the name of the company, but they make chocolate from scratch in Nova Scotia, from bean to bar. Very cool stuff. Uh, definitely worth your attention. So take veteran-owned business as well? Yes. Everything through Tactical74 is veteran-owned and operated. So absolutely worth taking a look at <laughs> i'm losing my voice and uh and obviously there was a lot of yelling over the past like four or five days and uh obviously we cannot go a show without mentioning the uh creme de la creme the patreon supporters so mary ryan sizzle dave sage jeffrey alex dr rush tony and justin Thank you so much. Uh, these guys are the financial supporters uh, through our Patreon page. If you want to become a Patreon supporter, it's patreon.com slash Maritime Nielsen podcast. Just so you know, the people who are our Patreon supporters will be getting like a 48 to 72 hour access, early access to that documentary. So if you want to see yeah. our trip videos and anything we produce, any special content, Patreon supporters get first dibs. So patreon.com slash Maritime Nielsen podcast. Uh, and if you want to support us, as much or as little as you want. No shame. No judging. And no, let no, those no. hearts and likes fly. Just notice where, where the, the shame is going to come from is when that camera right there catches all the BS that we encounter on the road trip to D Day. Oh, yeah. You're undoing, just so you boys know. What camera? Yeah. I'll, I'll, he, the camera he's pointing at kind of in his shot. He's not pointing at you. He's pointing at the oh, camera. Oh, I see like, it there. I see it. You see, you see that one there? That, that's going to be our undoing, just so you know. Well, we did we did pretty good. I mean, I didn't see we messed around with the drone a little bit in the city as well. Got some city shots. I did try to get a cool shot of us like flying the drone over our head up over the city, and then I didn't hit record. <laughs> We'd already packed up the drone, so we uh, maybe not the uh, the greatest drone shots, but there's some in there. It's and filming is so hard. Like the same thing on the field. You know, you're on the field. I'm hiding in the trees. Nothing happens for 30 minutes. I'm recording every goddamn second. Battery dies. Action happens. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking to Sorry. all the other guys who are filming too. They're like, dude, being on the field for four hours is very difficult to keep. I literally keep- bought another GoPro battery just for D-Day. I bought a 128 gigabyte card for my GoPro. That's what I 64 gigabyte I cards for my Zoom cam and mm-hmm. selfie cam. And a ton of extra batteries. I'm like, guys, I'm recording every goddamn second of D-Day. <laughs> yeah it, it's hard though because i tried to change my camera on the field and couldn't do it and then had to get josh to help me in a firefight we were like waiting for the ambush and brad's like they're coming and i'm like hold on i can't i can't get it closed and like it was just awful it, so, it, yeah. it's almost like you know when you're playing ball hockey in the street as a kid you're like car you're like guys wait it's time out time out gotta change the battery camera. right yeah please yeah. Shoot me. It's, a, get, it's in the middle get, of a game firefight on. game on so that's uh guys we're gonna end it up here we're gonna end the show uh, we're gonna wrap it up 
um Hi, before you guys, you guys start to see the after party <laughs> before you guys start geeking out over uh camera equipment and, and lose the show completely but um <laughs> we got good viewers we do those they'd stick around at least like five of them we, we love the viewers so yeah uh for those of you stuck around thank you so much for hanging out and chatting and in the comments and all that stuff um guys remember take a look we're, we're also going live on twitch every time um so if you want to it's the same show it's just at a better quality facebook's video quality is garbage so if you go take a look at twitch it's a little bit better of a video quality so if you want to go over there uh we'd appreciate it keep an eye on youtube uh, just look up Maritime Milson Podcast on YouTube. Again, we will be posting those documentary videos uh, on the uh, on the YouTube page. So you're going to want to subscribe and hit that little notification bell. Otherwise, you're not going to know when we do it unless you watch the show weekly, which I'd prefer if you did that, actually. And if you're going to D-Day, please come <laughs> take a look. Come check us out over at the MCS tent, the Tier 1 Armament MCS uh, tent. Come hang out with us and, uh, I don't know, come, just come shoot the shit. Yeah, battle with us on the field. That's right. where we want to see you. Yeah. yeah. Join us and, on the field. Yeah, and if you find us on the field, you know, say hi. We'll do field selfies. It'll be a good time. And if you see us in the staging area, come say hi and even buy a patch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, buy a Maritime Milson patch. I don't have oh, any. Do we even have... No, oh, okay. you don't have any? You don't, you don't have any hooligan? No, I don't have any I'll because... Have these available. I, I don't have any because I'm doing a different design every year. I'm not just gonna. I'm just not just. I'm just not gonna recycle this is my a design. brand that people know, love, and trust. You practiced that one in the mirror, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. So, oh, yeah, I need that. Uh, for anyone who is listening to this on right, SoundCloud there. or Google Play or however it is you're listening to this, thank you for the listen, the stream, or the download. It doesn't matter. It was helpful. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, topics, keep them uh, to yourself. Any... <laughs> If you have any guests ideas any guests you'd like us to have on the show or any particular topics you want us to chat about um hit us up and uh, and we will make it happen uh we do have next week will be our after action of d-day so if you want to hear all about d-day tune in next week and then the week after that we're gonna have uh i think we're gonna have hidden hedgehog on to chat about i don't know paintball so he's always a good time having on so guys tuna nightmare thank you for coming on anytime my friend and uh that's it. So ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here until next week. Cheers. See ya.